Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining the Valika B Project. It's your girl, Valika B, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen. And I'm excited to have you guys back with me for another edition of the Valika B Project. So to my radio family, podcast family, social media family, everyone, thank you so much for joining me again, Valika B. And I am doing another episode of Help, I Need a Therapist. So I am going to bring my good friend, Ms. Regina Davis on, and she's a licensed therapist. So, hey, Ms. Regina, how are you today? Hello, I'm fine. How are you doing today? Blessing out of the favor, girl. What they say? Hey, that's the only way to be. <laughs> Listen, I'm so glad that you can come on with me. And guys, again, this is for the ones who have saw Ms. Regina on here before with me or heard Ms. Regina on here before with me. Ms. Regina Davis is a licensed therapist. She's my old therapist. I had to transition to a new therapist um, last year, with beginning of this year because I changed insurance. So you know how that goes with insurance carriers and things like that. So Ms. Regina, really quick, before we start topic, okay. and before we start, because she let me know earlier, don't forget to say your sponsor, <laughs> this episode of the Valika B Project, Help I Need a Therapist, is sponsored by... Chosen Cosmetics by Velika B, which is my skincare line and my lipstick yeah. lip gloss line. I'm excited about it. Y'all need to check it out. Um, go to our website. Um, the information is in the bio or on the, the page. So, Ms. Regina, please introduce yourself to people who may not know who you are. Okay. Well, I'm Regina Davis, as, as you said, a licensed professional therapist. Um, I work several places, but I guess if you want to find me, my practice is Soul Care Community Services, and my website is soulcarecommunityservices.org. So, and I'm just delighted to be here. And also, I'd like to say that those products are great. I mean, I've used them, and I just want to say that that they're great products, and uh, I would recommend everyone listening to try them out. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I didn't pay her to say that, y'all. So, y'all, <laughs> y'all come for me and I ain't going to come for y'all. <laughs> you can pay me now, though. All right, right. right. <laughs> Honey, again, this is called Help I Need a Therapist. So, Miss Regina, today's topic for my licensed therapist, y'all, today's topic will be how to bounce back when someone breaks your heart, that someone could be a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, girlfriend, baby daddy, baby mama, a good close friend, a, a family member, whatever. And sometimes, especially when you're in a relationship uh, with someone and they break your heart, especially if you have connections like a marriage or kids by someone and you have to see them again. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And, and let, let's keep this in mind too. Not only she's a licensed therapist, she is a licensed minister as well. 
So mm-hmm. where we come from, we come from practical and spiritual. Okay. So I just want to go ahead and put that disclaimer out there. So Miss Regina, okay. how to bounce back when someone breaks your heart? Oh, well, I'm telling you, heartbreak, that's one of the hardest things for us to go through because it usually happens at a time when we least expect it. Mm-hmm. It's usually when everything's going good, you wonder what in the world happened, you know, and all of a sudden there's this inconvenience that has popped up where we just feeling brokenhearted and uh, usually comes in, you know, in the form of some type of rejection from someone or maybe abandonment. And as you said, it could be a family member. It could be a friend. It doesn't necessarily have to be a spouse or, you know, significant other. Um, rejection comes from people being inconsistent. I mean, uh, heartbreak comes from people being inconsistent in our lives, you know, just mm-hmm. there one minute, then the next they're gone. Um, but you have to believe that it, that it's possible to recover from it. That's the one thing. You have to believe it's possible. And also you have to find forgiveness you know, for that person and also for yourself, uh, for allowing yourself to get in that situation. A lot of times we'll feel sort of the guilt and shame of that. But it's possible. It's possible to bounce back, although it's a trying time. It seems like you're not going to get over it. But, you know, and from the spiritual aspect, of course, with God and with prayer, we're able to get through all types of situations and all types of things. So um, we just have to find the support that we need that can help us to get. And I have some steps we can talk about um, that can help us to kind of work through those situations. Okay. That's good. Uh, (laughs) No, I mean, that's really good. No, no, no. But what I was, what just came to my mind too was it seems like it, and it always happened. And and I I feel like it's God's way of connecting me back to him too. Mm -hmm. It always happened. Like when I'm going through a very, very troubling time, Mm-hmm. I can't find that. No, the support is there. No, don't get it twisted. I got a good support system around me. Right. But late in the midnight hour, <laughs> when they say God's going to turn it around, he does. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Late in the midnight hour, when you really having your moment where you missing that person or you really crying out mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning, sometimes you just can't call a girlfriend. You can't call certain people. You have to call out on God. Like mm-hmm. seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have learned that the hard way. And a lot of people are like, okay, just pray. Read yeah. your scripture, talk to God. In yes. my conversation with God, and y'all don't judge me, my conversation with God, like, okay, God, you promised me and this and that and whatever, whatever. I love my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I can talk, I don't disrespect God, but I can talk to God about anything, which is good. But it's so funny what you just said, um, Miss Regina. We always come back to this one thing. Forgiveness. <laughs> you just broke my heart. You walked out on me for another broad. <laughs> not me, y'all. I'm not talking about me. I'm just saying. Right. For another female, and I got this this baby over here that you haven't even bought any diapers for, but you don't took her the longhorns and won't even buy me a di- diapers for your own child. But we always hit back to forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Go ahead with the stills. Well, <laughs> well, let me get with the forgiveness because that that's from our spiritual standpoint. And like we said, we have to forgive 70 times seven. And I always like to let people know that that forgiveness does not mean condoning what that person did, accepting what they did, or that it wasn't something bad. But that forgiveness is for the victim to be able to bounce back and to be able to, you know, get better. 
But and a lot of times with with heartbreak, it's a very private thing. We don't like to really talk about that to people. We feel like it's something we have to work on by ourselves that we can't really let someone know that we allowed ourselves to get in that situation or that someone has hurt us. But it's very important. One thing is to seek the external support that you need outside of that situation. That's going to really help um, to get through uh, whatever's going on. And um stay active. A lot of times we'll get heartbroken and then we may get in the bed and try to stay there, you know, a week or two or a month or, you know, not uh, isolate ourselves or something like that. And that's not good either. You want to stay active, stay uh, busy because that way it doesn't give your mind time to just, you know, dwell on, the, you know, what that person has done and dwell on how you're feeling. That's right. the, that's that's one of the things. Um, but the first step I want to talk about is Really think about and explore what the impact was that this has had on your life. What has it done to you by this person rejecting you or abandoning you? You have to really explore that. And if you have to do that with your friend, with a family member, with a therapist, but it's important to kind of get that out and not just, you know, leave it there. So that's the first step we wanted to really talk about. And uh, then Get away from those things that trigger you regarding that breakup or that heartbreak or whatever it was. You know, if something, you know, if you know that you go in the store and you smell that cologne that he wears. Honestly, I was thinking of that. And it always happened. He'd be like, yeah. Man, that dude got on the same cologne. Yeah. But don't think that that's a bad dude because he has the same cologne. That's another thing. You can't, <laughs> one apple doesn't spoil everybody who wears that cologne, one bad mm-hmm. apple. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, get away from those things that trigger you that will make you think about it, then send you back into this mode of, uh, you know, oh, woe is me. This has happened. And, you know, nothing's going to, you know, come, come good out of it, but yeah, you'll recover. But those are just two things that you have to do. Um, get rid of the text messages, that the paper trail of whatever it was, you know, the letters, the cards. We like to hold on to those cards. I was say, we, we like to hold on though. We, yeah. we it, you know what? I think the reason why people do not get rid of everything right off the bat because it's like, all right, we're shedding the door, mm-hmm. we're putting the lock, and we're throwing away the key. And some people, their mouth may say, oh, I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm done with him. I'm done with her. Mm-hmm. But in reality, your heart is not done. Right. And people don't understand that your heart can't heal until you get past and over those things. That's Go right. Ahead. I'm sorry. Go, you're a professional. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you, you're giving some great advice. You're right. You have to... <laughs> you have to um, you know, be done. You can delete them, block them, whatever you need to do on your phone, you know, delete that number. So you're not tempted to send that text again, that when they haven't answered the last five that you sent, but, you know, you just want to be able to, you know, move on. But also in the midst of all that, allow yourself to feel whatever emotions that you're feeling at that time, whether it's sadness, anger, um, whatever it is that you're feeling, acknowledge those feelings and then let it go. You know, just don't, don't dwell in that place because when you do that, you're only going to make yourself more depressed, more sad and less able to function. Right. I mean, you know, you've seen people who just can't function after there's been a breakup, a loss of loved one or whatever it is that causes that heartbreak, but we have to be able to remain functional. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. That's true. And so the next thing is you have to acknowledge that it's not your fault that somebody else did something wrong to you. It's not your fault that, you know, a person did something. That's something that they have to deal with. They need to be in therapy about that. You know, if they've done something that's caused you to, you know, this been uh, that's hurt you, that's not something that you have to deal with. And a lot of people just take on that feeling. Well, I must have done something or it was my fault. I didn't have the food ready at six. It was uh, didn't get it ready to 630. So it was my fault. We're so quick to blame ourselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that other person will make you feel like it's you. Mm -hmm. But sister girl, (laughs) bruh, bruh, it it don't always be you. It's something that they don't feel complete with themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, They they think they wanted something more because like the old folks say, the grass is not always greener on the other side. It's Mm -hmm. not. Mm-hmm. So when you go over there and see that you have a, a bunch of um, horse manure in that grass, right? Come back over here because you're gonna come back over here snaking. You know, we want to mess with you. That's right. I'm glad you said that because you know, to your audiences listening who are dating or thinking of dating, and all, it's it's so important to get to know that person. You know, get that person. Even it's, even if you're not really serious, have made a commitment. Get that person to have a therapy session with you so you can talk about the things that are different about you. You can talk about the things that have happened in your past. A lot of people carry a lot of uh, baggage from things that's happened in their past that they need to let go of. And if they don't let go of it, they carry it into these relationships and into how they deal with the people that they're trying to be involved with. But if you get all that out ahead of time, you can avoid a whole lot of situations of you know, coming to counseling if you've been married. You know, 20 years now, all of a sudden. But, you know, so I, I think it's important. Do as much as you can to get to know each other before you get involved like that. Right. Go ahead. Um, one, one question really quick. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a therapist and a counselor? Well, they're, they're the same, basically, a therapist and a counselor. Um, there's a difference with the psychiatrist and the okay. therapist. The psychiatrists are able to prescribe medication. Um, they won't spend as much time with you as a counselor. They they have that PhD. They're a doctor, so they they will talk to you for a few minutes and prescribe you something that to take. But a therapist will more have that talk therapy where you can sit down for an hour and just kind of discuss things. And so that's that's the main difference. Okay, sorry about that. Go ahead. Okay, anything? Okay, so the other thing, like I mentioned earlier, you know, stay busy. And then the next thing is you have to work on building your self-esteem because once we're hurt or we find ourselves in this heartbroken situation, then we start to feel bad about ourselves. Like, like when we talk about what did I do? Um, you know, it must have been something, something about me that made them reject me, that made them abandon me. So, and no, it's nothing about you. It's all about that person. You're a great person. You have to let yourself know I'm a great catch. You know, I'm I'm the best person for them or whatever. Continue to tell yourself those things and and build your self-esteem back up. Um, because as we said earlier, it's not your fault. Right. Exactly. Um, um, think about what you learn from the situation. We all learn something from that. When we get hurt or when someone does something to us, it's a, it's a learning you know, uh, moment for us, a teachable moment where we're able to get something out of it. So make sure that you keep record of what it is so that you don't make that same mistake again, or you, you know, you do something 
um, to keep from getting yourself in that same situation again. Um, and the last thing that I would mention, um, create a new vision for yourself. What, from, what are you going to do from not from here? You know, what do you want? What is your, what do you want your life to look like after this um, situation that has occurred where you're, you know, you're sad, you're heartbroken, but, but it's time to move on. It's time to start a new life. So, and what are you going to do to make sure that you don't hopefully find yourself in this situation again? It's not the end of the world, you know, although it feels like it for a few days, but it's not. It's time to move on and start afresh and start new. Right. And two, also, too, what did you learn from your past mistakes or what did you learn from that past situation? Mm-hmm. How can I do better? What were some red flags that you saw, but you just did not want to recognize or mm-hmm. touch on? Like things that. You know, like, okay, he's getting out of bed at two o'clock because his phone is vibrating. You know, those those are some things that you didn't want to nag. You didn't want to feel like you're a nagging or anything like that. You didn't want to question them. But one thing I have learned, too, um, out of my 48 years of living, you look for something, you're going to find something. You may not find something. (laughs) So don't be out here, ladies, men. Don't be out here looking at these phones, trying to find a text message or whatever, whatever. Like mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't trust that person, then you need to reevaluate. Right. Definitely. Um, that's one of the biggest things that I I find as I do marriage counseling. That phone is one of the worst things. Everybody wants to go through the other person's phone. And what we fail to understand is a lot of times it's not so much that the person doesn't want you to look through their phone. Sometimes it is, but what our phones have become so personal to us. It's like a, it's like, you know, that's your privacy. That's your, that's the one thing that we have that's kind of like ours. And when someone has to go through it, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you're really, you know, crossing a boundary. And it usually ends up in a big argument, a big fight. And of course, what you just said, finding something that you were looking for, you're going to, you know, and then that's a whole, that's another story. But, uh, you know, we have to learn to respect each other's boundaries, I think. I think that's that's going to be very helpful and beneficial. And like you said, those red flags, don't, do not ignore the red flags. If you know that, you know, his chomping on the ice, you know, kind of just grates on your nerves and you think that he's going to stop and he's been doing that for 20 years and, you right. know, you know, just, you know, maybe you want to back up. So I have a list of green flags that I go over with people, you know, to let them know things that they should look for, you know, when mm-hmm. they're in a person with the, but yeah, but don't ignore those red flags because it usually ends up, you know, kind of in a bad situation. So where, what happened if it gets so to the point where a person, even though we said, you know, you're giving all the, the lessons and the the points and everything that you're given. Mm-hmm. But what if it is so damaging, the relationship is so damaging that a person feel like they can't get out of bed. I don't mm-hmm. want to live. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat. I don't want to sleep. Help with that. Like it, it's mm-hmm. so real because you get so connected with a relationship that mm-hmm. you don't feel like you can breathe. Now you can't breathe without mm-hmm. this person. Right. So like physically and mentally, now it's attacking you physically and mental. Mm-hmm. And even though you're going through a therapist or you're going through your pastor, it's just feel like you got girlfriends or it's at the point where you don't even want to look at TV anymore because mm-hmm. you don't see anybody holding hands or loving each other or kissing on each other. And especially mm-hmm. social media, please understand social media 
a lot of times are a bunch of lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying that all these relationships are not true out here, but sometimes it, it's, it's like a, a painted picture and it mm. may not be as real as it looks. So don't judge a relationship off social media. Definitely. Yeah. So how do you help when a person don't even want to get out of bed or just mm-hmm. eat, sleep? It's just really have attacked it, attacked, mm. attacked it, attacked <laughs> it so bad that they can't even focus or function. Right. And that's, that's another level right there. Yeah, it is. Because a broken heart is a, it's a real thing. It's a, it's a real physical thing. Your heart has that. And it's been proven that, you know, a broken heart can cause a heart attack. It can cause, you know, you become physically ill. Um, a lot of people, some you've heard stories of where one spouse dies and then the next may die in a few days or yeah. shortly after because of, you know, a broken heart. And so it's important that at that point when you're, you know, physically being affected, that you seek, you know, the uh, professional help that you need to get, whether that's, you know, being seeing a psychiatrist who can maybe help you get on some medication, because when when our emotions kind of get to going in different directions and our hormones started, you know, getting out of balance, we need to do something to kind of bring us back into alignment with, um, with the with the world and with the how we should be feeling and how we should be reacting. So, in order to keep from being stuck, we got to talk to people. We got to you know see our psychiatrist, see our therapist. Make sure you stay sociable. Say stay social. You know, don't isolate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, do whatever it takes to keep yourself from getting that place of isolation, and even to the point where people become suicidal. So you want to seek whatever you know, whatever you. Ha- help you can at what as early as you can. If you really feel like it's getting out of hand and you're not going to be able to control this on your own, you know, the first thing you want to do is seek someone that you can talk to, someone who can help you out of that situation. Right. Exactly. 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 For the ones who are just tuning in, this is the Valika B Project. I am your host, Valika B, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen. And I have special guests on with me on today, Ms. Regina Davis, who's a licensed therapist. And this is the um, segment of Help, I Need a Therapist. And we are talking about how to bounce back when someone breaks your heart. So, um, yeah, it's a little different, though. <laughs> a little different, there. Very much different. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate you coming on and um, addressing a couple of things. So mm-hmm. is there any other exercises or any other suggestions that you have for um, someone that's really going through a broken heart? Okay. Yeah. Like I said, you know, seek seek help, seek counsel, seek support. You know, don't try to go through it alone. As I said earlier, sometimes it's a very private matter. We want to try to, you know, keep it to ourselves. But it's important that we get somebody we can talk to, that you can get your feelings out. You can, you know, kind of uh, communicate those feelings to someone. Um, Do something good for yourself. Take care of yourself. Self-care is important during that time that you don't, you know, stop doing things that are going to uplift you, that are going to make you feel better. Um, and, you know, to help you build your self-esteem back up, because, of course, it's like it is, it's something we can't control, but it does. It kind of lowers our self-esteem. But it's the most important thing is to remember in this world, the most important thing is your happiness and your ability to move forward and your, your ability to progress. And so whatever we need to do, you do it. 
you know, to make sure that we're happy, to make sure that we're productive and that we remain that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do appreciate you so much, um, Ms. Regina. So guys, if you would like to contact or stay in touch with Ms. Regina, Regina, can you let them know how they can contact you? Okay. You can reach me on the website, Psychology Today. You can just look my name up, Regina Davis. It has a list of all, a lot of therapists. Um, Of course, I'm in Georgia, but um, you can look me up and you'll be able to send me an email and I'll get back right, get right back with you as soon as possible. Awesome. Awesome. And um, Facebook, family, um, IG, radio, podcast, anybody that's out there who would like to follow the Velika B Project, you can follow us on um, velikab.org. That's V-E-L-E-K-A-B.org. Or you can visit Set Apart and Chosen. That common pretty much um Lika B set apart and chosen are all um social media platforms as well. So again, I do appreciate you so much, Miss Davis, for coming yeah. out and supporting. And this um episode of the Velika B project is sponsored by Chosen Cosmetics by Velika B. It's a line of um, skincare products and natural skin natural skincare and also natural um, lipsticks and lip glosses as well. So I do appreciate you so much, Miss Regina. Thank you so much for your support. As always, guys, this used to be my old therapist. <laughs> Insurance made me have to shift to another one, which I do love as well. And I thank God for both of the therapists I have had in my years of living. <laughs> so guys, thank you so much for um, supporting the Velika B Project. And we will see you soon. Stay safe. Well, that concludes this episode of the Velika B Project with your host, Velika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed. The Velika B Project.